Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, proudly delivering healthcare services across Iowa, specializing in mental health, substance use disorder treatment, and medical care with a special focus on LGBTQIA plus healthcare. More at ucsonline.org. Today is Thursday. It's the 9th of February. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Republicans in the Iowa House and Senate sent a bill to the governor's desk last night that limits how much money victims of medical malpractice can get for non-economic injuries like pain and suffering. It would cap medical malpractice non-economic damages at $2 million against a hospital and $1 million for an independent clinic. Economic and punitive damages remain unlimited. Republican Representative Mark Cisneros of Muscatine voted no. He says life is priceless and the government should not be trusted to make a one-size-fits-all decision on the monetary value of life. What amount would you accept if your spouse was killed or your child? No amount of money can right that wrong. But when justice is owed, can you say $1 million is just? Can you say $2 million is just? I can't. Supporters of the bill say it'll give insurance companies certainty and will help recruit and retain doctors in Iowa. They say it's important to maintain health care access, especially in rural areas. Republicans on a House panel advanced a bill yesterday that would allow the state to suspend or revoke business licenses from employers who knowingly hire people who aren't eligible to work in the U.S., It would require businesses to use the e-verify system to check immigration status. Representatives Phil Thompson and Henry Stone say they have serious concerns about how it would affect businesses, but they moved it forward to keep the discussion going. No one spoke in favor of the bill yesterday. Larry Blixt is a lobbyist for the Iowa Greenhouse Growers Association. We have a worker shortage, and this bill kind of makes us become the immigration police for the state of Iowa. Opponents of the bill say the e-verify system is not accurate and would lead to unfair penalties for businesses and discrimination in hiring. The Iowa Court of Appeals yesterday overturned the second-degree murder conviction of a Marion man for fatally stabbing Chris Bagley in 2018. They ruled the judge abused his discretion in asking the jury to continue deliberations when jurors revealed in a note, quote, open hostility toward a lone holdout juror. The Cedar Rapids Gazette reports the court ruled that 6th Judicial District Judge Christopher Bruins should not have given a supplemental instruction after receiving notes from the jury in the murder trial of Drew Blahonic, who since changed his name to Johnny Church. The trial judge had urged jurors who deliberated for three days to reach a unanimous verdict despite the conflict. Blahonic was sentenced to 57 years in prison back in 2018. The nation's largest chain of newspapers is shrinking its physical footprint in Iowa with leases to expire in Ames and Iowa City. IPR's Zachary Orrin-Smith has those details. The Ames Tribune has reported on Ames from Fifth Street since 1929. Gannett Media picked up the Tribune as part of its 2019 merger with Gatehouse Media. The paper still publishes and has local reporters, but the office's lease is up. The building owners who rented spaces to the Tribune and the Iowa City Press Citizens say Gannett is terminating its leases. Landlords received word from Gannett during January. The same month, Gannett sold $21.3 million in real estate to reduce its debt. 
and CEO Mike Reed says the company plans to sell 50 to 60 million more in 2023. A Gannett spokesperson says closing its physical offices is part of its, quote, flexible workplace model for local newsrooms and that it remains committed to readers and advertisers. And a high school student in a Des Moines suburb says she was removed from class and suspended from school for wearing a T-shirt, quoting the Second Amendment and depicting a firearm. The Des Moines Register reports it happened in Johnston schools. That's according to a lawsuit filed on her behalf this week in federal court. This is Here First from IPR News. Find this podcast wherever you get them. I'm Clay Masters. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.